Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Acts chapter 1, verse 6 to 8. One, two, I want us to together. One, two, three, go. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. I don't know whether you hear that. Amen. So, Jesus at this point has finished his ministry, died, rose again, and he's about to go back to heaven. So he has talked about his going, what, 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 promises them the Holy Ghost. And then the disciples kind of um, are shocked because Jesus has not said something that they're expecting him to say. And that is about the kingdom. Yes. Because when you read the book of Mark, Matthew, look. It talks about Jesus when he began to preach the gospel. He preached about the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So in other words, the kingdom is very, very close to be given to Israel. And then he dies, resurrects. Now he says, I'm going, but I'm going to send the Holy Ghost. Time out, sir. Where is the kingdom? Are you going to give us the kingdom now? They were so looking forward to the kingdom because at this point they were under the Roman government. And the Romans were very ruthless, especially over Jerusalem. Jerusalem was known as a very problematic city. So they were very very ruthless that they built garrisons. And they were looking forward to the coming of the Messiah as a time of liberation. Because when you look at the scripture, the Messiah was coming to redeem Israel from all its enemies. So now they're like, now if this is the promised Messiah and he's going, he has only talked about the coming of the Holy Ghost. And then he's not talking about the kingdom again. What is going on? So they ask him a dead question. Are you going to give us the kingdom, sir? You've been preaching about the kingdom of God. You've given us so many parables. The kingdom of God is likened unto, hey, yeah, we were excited about it. But where is the kingdom? So Jesus responds to the disciples. It is not for you to know the times nor the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Amen. But 
Someone say, but. But. So the but there is coming in at the back of, instead of what you're asking for, there is something that you shall be given. But you shall receive what? Power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the outermost parts of the earth. Oh, yes. You know, when I'm watching my boys watching cartoons, I noticed something. They get gravitated towards those cartoons with someone with power who is killing everything they can see. Amen. So we have to say, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, time. That's not a game for you. That's not something for you to be watching. Yes. They get gravitated towards Superman. Yes. I think every child. Oh yes. They will try to pressure the parents to buy them that Superman thing. Amen. Whenever they're having, I don't know what they call it at their school. Huh? Book week, or something they dress up in it. Character. So when I'm dropping my boys, I observe. Oh my God. Oh yes. The most popular is what? Superman. Superman. <laughs> Even little people. Yes. They know power is important. Yes, amen. They know when you've got power, you're in control. Yes. They know when you've got power, things will go in your direction. Oh, yes. They know when you've got power, you can shift things. Amen. So they don't want to wear a character of a useless <laughs> villain. They all choose the character of someone powerful. Yes, amen. Spider-Man. Superman. Buzz Lightyear. Amen. Batman. Yes. And you look at them, they are walking they are walking behind their parents going to class. I'm like, do you understand what you are doing? Yes, amen. But you see, power is very important. And people in the world have come to know that power is very important. The only people who don't know that power is important are the people in the church. Yes, amen. Almost everyone in the world understands power. And they look for power. Yes. And they get it. The only dumb people you shall find who don't want power, who don't understand the power, who don't even think about power, are people in the church. Amen. I don't know if they're hearing me. We are following, Papa. So people of the world, they'll pursue political power until they get into position. Yes. When they're in that position, they begin to change things. The gay, lesbian community, they knew they can never change anything except they penetrate the corridors of power. Yes. After they penetrated the corridors of power and put their own in positions of authority, they began to implement their agenda. Oh, yes. And it's unstoppable. Amen. It doesn't matter how much prayer you're going to do, you're wasting your time. When a person is in a position of power, they have got power to change the rules. Yes. One man at the helm of a whole airline 
stands there, just says, um, from today, we're going to do things this way. Yes. Nobody can do anything about it. Amen. Even if you say, I'll never fly that airline again, you're wasting your time. Because tomorrow you're going to buy their ticket. Yeah. You will not walk. Amen. You will not drive. You need to fly. You're going to buy their ticket. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Oh, yes. We, we, Streams International, we've been trying to march in the city using the same route. You know, the pride parade takes. Yes. They're always given permission. We're always denied permission. Mm. Amen. Not because we don't pray, but because we lack our own in a place of power. Yes, amen. They are given permission plus police escort. As we said, we don't need your police. We just need to march from point A to point B. We want to march for Jesus. They said, G, G, what? G, 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 what? We said, Jesus Christ. Amen. They said, nope, they are not permitted. Yes. But them, half naked. Oh, yes. They are given police escort to march around our city and do all the stupid things. It's only because they've got power. I don't know if you're hearing me. Oh, yes. Now, as a child of God, we do not hate them. We love them. Amen. With the love of Christ. We love them to pieces. We love them with the love of Christ. And when we see them, we have no hatred towards them. Yes. Because we do love them. But we don't accept the spirit which is in charge. Yes, amen. I don't know if you're hearing me. So we'll not stand there and start throwing stones. No. We'll stand there and show them the love of Christ. Yes. Tell them, hey, hey, hey. Christ loves you. Oh, yes. He died for you. You can be transformed. You can change. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Oh, yes. So you see, Peng, Peng Wong, Peng, Peng, is it Peng Wong? Peng Wong, that atheist. Yeah. She stood on a podium like this, and then there were lots of uh, TV stations. She said, from today, we don't recognize Jerusalem yes, amen. as the eternal capital city of Israel. Huh? And uh, she was backed by a boy called Abaniz Abo. Yes. Okay, I mean, uh, they are both atheists. Amen. And yet they were able to change the laws of a nation. And you are there as a Christian, a child yes. of God, speaking in tongues. Makarabasata. You tried to put your own in that office, the previous term. He went in there and he started eating chicken and rice. Yes, amen. He didn't change anything. Amen. Are you hearing me? So, when these disciples are saying, Lord, are you going to give us the kingdom now? It was a big deal. Because they knew if the kingdom is given to them, they are able not to, di to dictate and call the shots. <laughs> Power is important. Oh, yes. Power is important. You cannot do without power. But we thank God because there's not only political power. There is another power. Oh, yes. I know of a man called Elijah. He brought the whole nation to its knees. By his word, there was three and a half years no rain. 
He said, at my word, there will be no rain. At my word, the rain shall come. Until the whole nation was humbled to its knees. Someone said, power. Power. All you think about is, oh, I need to cast demons. Come out. Me, I think bigger than demons. I want to be able to change the destinies of nations. The presidents, the prime ministers, the ministers must know there is a higher power above them. They are not the ultimate authority that everyone must bow towards. Uh -uh. There is a higher power above them. There is the king of kings in heaven. Are you hearing me, somebody? Someone say yes. yes. But that God is powerless unless he finds a man. Unless he finds a woman who pursues the power, gets the power, begins to walk in the power. One man, Elijah, he brought the whole nation to its knees. Where are the Elijahs of today? Because the way I know the Australian church is stupid and useless. They are like chicken which have been soaked in the rain. Yes, amen. They are puppets of the regime. They have no voice, no power. Yes. They don't argue, they don't speak, they don't oppose, they follow the agenda of the government. Amen. And if you try to do something contrary in line with the scripture, it will be them attacking you. Are you hearing me? You know, there are different kinds of prophets. They are what we call priestly prophets, like Jeremiah. He was a priest and a prophet. He came from a city called Anatoth. Anatoth was a city of priests, and Jeremiah was a child of a priest. So his prophetic mantle was that of a priest. Just minding affairs of the temple. But they are a different breed of prophets. Called kingly prophets. This is that breed. This is that kind. Me, I don't shut up. I don't keep quiet when I see the government doing stupid things. I don't. Because the mantle I carry is of a kingly prophet. I am here. I am here to stand for the kingdom of heaven. Yes, they have their own kingdom, but me, I stand for the kingdom of heaven. Oh, yeah. If their agenda does not line up with the kingdom from heaven, I'm going to oppose it. Amen. I don't know whether they're hearing me. Oh, yes. So power is so important. Not only to get things done, but to change the whole nation. Oh, yes. We know of a king called Ahab. Ahab married a woman called Jezebel. Jezebel was a daughter of a priest of Baal, Ethibal. So Ahab, the king of Israel, who were told not to marry anybody except a Jewess, marries Jezebel, a daughter of a priest called Ethibal. So you can imagine that this lady brought Ohaligalia into the palace. The power of a woman. 
was growing up as a young man, my spiritual father said, son, listen, you have to be very careful with the power of a woman. You are too holy. I'll leave you alone. Can I go deeper? I'm in the mountain with my spiritual father. We are praying. And then he sits me down. He says, young man, listen. You have to be very careful with the power of a woman. Now, growing up in my culture, I've always seen women as powerless. Now, here's, here's my spiritual dad. He tells me they are very dangerous. The power of a woman. Amen. So he went into the Bible. He says, do you see this giant called Samson? What brought him down? Amen. What was it? Here's Ahab, a king of Israel, who brought her down. Jezebel, yes. a woman. Uh, we are going too far. What about the wisest king ever to live on earth? What was his name? What was his name? You, you read about God in your Bible. God appeared to Solomon. And he said, look, look, ask what you want. I'm going to give you. Ah, at a mountain called Gibeah. He appeared to Solomon and says, now tell me what do you want. He says, oh, Lord, you know, this is a great nation. I pray for your wise heart and understanding. God says, aha, okay, I'm going to give them to you, but I'm going to give you more power. I'm going to give you wealth. I'm going to give you fame. You're going to be the richest king that has ever lived. And be, be, after you, there shall be nobody like you. I'm going to give you wisdom that nobody will, will even understand. Here's a man who spoke to God face to face yes. until another power appeared in his life. The power of a woman brought down Solomon. What about a prophet called John? I'm coming. What about a prophet called John? Who got the head off his shoulders? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Oh, yeah. She said, uh, now king, listen, I need that head. The king tried, oh, but I'm the king. Yeah, yeah. You're going to sleep in the lounge room. <laughs> I'll leave that alone. You're too holy. What about Elijah? Elijah. The prophet who slaughtered 450 prophets of Baal. One woman is said, by tomorrow, in the morning, <laughs> if Elijah, you're not like one of the prophets who have killed then it's not me. <laughs> Elijah took off. Run. Leaves his servant in a city says, you stay here. This is too close. To <laughs> Run into the mountains. Sits under tree says, God, kill me now. <laughs> I'd rather die by you than Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Someone say power. power. So there are different kinds of power. 
And those powers, they achieve the agenda of their master. There's always a master behind the power. Now Jesus is looking at the disciples, says, listen, it's not yet time for the kingdom to be restored to Israel. But you can have influence by getting power. You shall receive power not when the Holy Ghost comes on you, but after the Holy Ghost has come on you. Now, this is the problem that we have in the church. When people are filled with the Holy Spirit in the church, they assume they've received power. The Holy Ghost is not the power. Forget it. Now your theology is upside down. Its legs are in the air like this. The head is... Tension in the scripture. Give me the verse. (laughs) Give me the verse. Someone said tension in the scripture. I want us to read together slowly. One, two, three, go. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. When do you receive power? When do you receive power? After. Is it when or after? After. Is the coming of the Holy Ghost the coming of the power? No. It is what? After. after that. It is after that. Yes. Now, now, in a religion we are told when you've got the Holy Ghost, you've got the power. But that's uh, a lie from the pits of hell. Amen. The Bible is clear. You shall receive power after. Because the Holy Ghost is not uh, the power. The Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost. The power is the power. These two are not the same. These two are not one. That's why you shall receive power after. Now, if it is true that the Holy Ghost is the power, then everyone who speaks in tongues is anointed. But one thing that I know, they are not anointed, they are just annoyed. (laughs) Why? Because they don't understand the dynamics of power. They assume when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you speak, Rika, Taya, Mandaria, Suto, then you've got the power. No, it's a lie. There's no power there. Tension in the scripture. Religion on its head. Legs in the air. Can I teach like a prophet? (laughs) It's, It's in your Bible. Did you see it? But you shall receive power. When? Huh? After that, the Holy Ghost. After. After. So the Holy Ghost facilitates the receiving of the power. He is not the power. He facilitates. 
Jesus said, he shall take what is mine and shall give it to you. Yes. You cannot receive the power without the Holy Spirit. Yes, because the Holy Ghost is the facilitator of the power. For you to receive it, you must first of all get the Holy Ghost. After that, then he facilitates revelation. He facilitates, you know, all the nice things you can think about coming from the grace of God. Yes. He makes them available to you. Amen. Which also includes the power. Now, before you start spinning like this, let me show you a scripture that will back up my point. Remember, if I can't show you in the Bible, Don't shake it. Huh? Don't shake it. it doesn't matter that I'm a prophet, you know that I'm a prophet. Yeah. But if I can't prove what I'm saying in the Bible, never take it. Amen. There's no prophecy greater than the word of God. Oh, yes. The word of God is the highest dimension of prophecy. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Now, if whatever I say is not backed by scripture, don't take it. Give me Acts chapter 10, verse number 38. Acts 10, 38. I want you to notice something. Yeah, those who are here for the first time, just wave at me. Are we surviving? You're like, oh my God, what manner of a teaching is this? As long as you can see the verse in your Bible, then it's in the Bible. Yes, Acts 10, 38. Give me the scripture. One, two, three, go. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. One more time. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Do you know how most of you read that verse? Let me read it for you the way you, the way you read it. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. That's how most people read that verse. Yes, amen. But, but, let's look at it again. How God anointed, what's the key word there? Anointed. He anointed who? Jesus. Now, if it was in our language today, we would have said how God anointed Mr. Jesus yes. of Sydney. Yes. Uh-huh. With what? Andy. It's not just with the Holy Ghost and the power. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's not the Holy Ghost and the power. Amen. Uh -uh. It's with the Holy Ghost and, and. with. Ah, uh, you're not hearing. Oh me. yes. <laughs> we are <following> <laughs> Ah, uh -uh. it's not just the Holy Ghost and the power. No, it's with the Holy Ghost and with power. Because these two can't be combined by a small word called and. Yes, amen. Ah. Oh, yes. I told you, me I'm more English than the English. 
That's why I'm called Gerald. Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. You see, people miss the truth of the scripture because they read their minds in the verse. The Bible is very clear. Anointing is equal to the Holy Ghost and with what? Power. So you've got two components equals anointing. Yes. Hey, there's no anointing if you only got the Holy Ghost. Anointing occurs when you go to the next step where now you've got the power. When you got the Holy Ghost and then you've got the power, then you're anointed. Yes, amen. Otherwise, if you only got the Holy Ghost, you're annoyed. <laughs> Tension in the scripture. Oh, yes. Okay, someone is saying, ah, nah, I'm not convinced. Okay. Okay, this is the revelator. Oh, yes, amen. I was born to do this thing. Oh, yes. I'm not called a revelator because it's a title. Amen. But it's a functionality. Yes, amen. I breathe revelation. Oh, yes. Watch this. Watch this. Do you have your Bibles? Oh, yes. Can we look at more scriptures? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, because of time. Oh, no. We are hungry for more, Papa. Are you hungry for more? Oh, yes. <laughs> I want to show you something. I receive. Once you understand what I'm teaching you today, the devil is in trouble. Oh, yes. Amen. Let's begin with John chapter 3, verse number 13 to 17. John 3, 13 to 17. Are you being blessed? We are very blessed, Papa. I said what? John 3, 13 to 17. <laughs> My God. No, not John. Matthew. Matthew. John, Matthew. Matthew. My speech is already talking about John. No, wait, not yet. Okay, one, two, three, go. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. Do you know what my speech was saying? My speech was saying, it doesn't matter how great you think you are, you still need a man to usher you into your dimension. Yes, amen. As great as Jesus was, he needed Jesus to usher him into his destiny. Ah, he needed John to usher him into his what? As great as Jesus was, as great as Elisha was, he needed Elijah to usher him into his destiny. Yes. As great as Joshua was, he needed Moses to usher him into his destiny. Oh yes. As great as prophet Gerard was, 
He needed major one yes. to usher him into his destiny. Oh, yes. As great as you are, you need a prophet in Yasuru to usher you into your destiny. That's just how the order of heaven is. Like it or leave it. Hate it or love it. It's, how, it's just how it is. As great as Pastor Christian is, him, oh, he yes. needed me oh, yes. to usher him into his destiny. Amen. <laughs> it's just how it is. Yes. You can love it or leave it. Heaven will not change because of you. Yes. It's just how it is. Amen. <laughs> so Jesus comes to John. Baptize me. John says, can we break the order of heaven? I need to be baptized by you because you are greater than I. Yes. Jesus says, no, 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 no. If we put things upside down according to heaven, the order it will be unrighteousness. Yes. Let's do this to fulfill the order of heaven. Let's read. What does it say? Uh-huh. Next. Uh-huh. One, two, three, go. You see? But, but John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me. Uh, let's read again. It's a question. So let's read like a question. But John forbid him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me. Let's read like a question. It's not a statement. My teacher taught me the way we read a question. I told you I'm more English than the English. Amen. One, two, three, go. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. And comest thou to me? Are you hearing it? Oh, yes. And comest thou to me? What do you think you are doing, Jesus? Yes, amen. Aha. Uh -huh. Continue. And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now. Allow it to be like this now. Because there's protocol in heaven. I must be ushered into my destiny. I can't usher myself. Or although I'm as great as I am, I can't usher myself into my destiny. Yes. For now, usher me into my destiny. Now, from my destiny, I can operate at a higher level and help you if you need help. Yes. But as long as I'm not yet ushered into my destiny, I can't help you. Amen. So, Allow it, suffer it, permit it to be so for now. Oh, yes. Uh -huh, for what? It what? For thus it becometh us to fulfill what? Oh. What righteousness? Protocol. Yes. We are fulfilling protocol. Yes. Ah, you're not hearing me. Oh, yes. We are fulfilling what? Protocol. Protocol. What is the protocol? I must be ushered into my destiny yes. by someone. So, are you here? We are here, Papa. Oh, I'm uh, speaking to myself. We are following. I receive. My spirit is bubbling. Oh, yes. Should I start prophesying or what? Prophesy, Papa. Or I should, I should be teaching? Teaching or prophesying? Pro teach, Papa. Pro teach. Oh, yes. 
Are you understanding what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Are you being blessed? We are very blessed, Papa. Okay, let me teach. Today I told myself that I will not prophesy because I want us to pray. Oh, yes. If you can get that power, ah, then you also do small, small. Yes, amen. Let, let's look at the scripture. Let's look at the Bible. What are they fulfilling? Oh, righteousness. Then he what? Then he suffered him. He understood. Yes. Ah, I get it. Let's do it. Next. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straight away out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lightning upon him. Uh-huh. Next. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. We go to chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Matthew 4, verse 1 and 2. One, two, three, go. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Next. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. Pause there. I told you the Holy Ghost is the facilitator yes. of the next stage. Amen. When Jesus got the Holy Ghost, that Holy Spirit now facilitated the next stage. Yes. Immediately, he takes Jesus to the wilderness. Oh, yes. He does not take him to go and begin to preach. Yes. He takes him to the wilderness. Amen. If the prerequisite for preaching is the Holy Ghost, then when Jesus got the Holy Ghost, he should have gone to begin to preach. Yes. But Jesus had not yet qualified for ministry. Amen. The Holy Ghost is not the place you minister from. He's the facilitator of what you need to receive in order to begin to minister. Oh, yes. So he quickly takes Jesus straight into the wilderness. The reason why the churches are powerless and useless and equally stupid is because they operate from the Holy Spirit. Yes. Only. Amen. And they restrict the Holy Ghost as a ministry thing. He is there to facilitate the next stage. Yes. Wow. I don't know if you're hearing me. We are following, Papa. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Let's go to Luke chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. I know theologians will be very busy trying to defend their theology. But I don't care about theology. Amen. What I care about is the demonstration of the power. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of speaking, but the demonstration of the power and the spirit. Yes, amen. Are you hearing me? 
Oh, yes. I told you, God wants you anointed in 2023. You should be moving in the anointing. I receive. This year, I'm telling you. Oh, yes. You're going to shock your neighbors. You're going to even shock your bosses at work. Oh, yes, I receive. Your boss will come to work. Eh, eh, what happened? Oh, me, I went to uh, walking around and then I broke my leg. Eh. Now, sit down in the chair, boss. Amen. Give me that leg. Oh, yes. You're going to touch that leg and say, leg, from now I, I demand that you be healed and perfected in the name of Jesus. You say, boss, rise up and walk. Oh, yes. Amen. Ah, ha, hey. Say, yeah. Yeah. That's my Jesus. That's my Jesus. Say, boss, now sit down again. Lift your hands up. And follow me in this prayer. Oh, yes. You don't ask him to receive Jesus. You command him to receive Jesus. He has already tasted that the Lord is good. He's now ready for salvation. Oh, yes. You're not hearing me. Oh, yes. Luke chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. 1, 2, 3, go. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Ah, that's troubling. The man was full of the Holy Ghost. When he came from the river Jordan, how many are coming with you to Israel? I'm going to baptize you there. I receive. Where that event took place. I receive. And the way the Holy Ghost will come up. Oh, you. yes. It's a dimension you've never seen in your life. Oh, yes. You know the Holy Ghost is in dimensions? What did he say there? He retained what? Full. Someone say full. Full. One, say full. Full. They wouldn't have talked about full. If there are no other measures. Yes, amen. Amen. Ah, ah. <laughs> Those who have just done it, discipleship, I thought I told you that there are measures in that class. There's the earnest of the spirit, which is a deposit. Just an earnest, just a deposit. The way you do 20%. On that big TV you are buying from cause or whatever. They say, give us what? 20% deposit. So the Holy Ghost is given to some just as an earnest deposit. Yes. Amen. Waiting for the redemption of the purchased possession. Yes. It's in your Bible. I can even prove it to you. Ephesians chapter 1. If you read from verse number. Uh, 12, 13, 14. That's where it is. <laughs> but that's not for today. Today I want you to receive power. So Jesus, full of the Holy Ghost, he returned from the river Jordan and was what? Led not to minister, but was led of the Holy Ghost into the wilderness. I told you the Holy Ghost is the facilitator. He takes you through the next steps. Oh, yes. So this Holy Spirit leads Jesus into the wilderness because the Holy Ghost knows, Mr. Jesus, you are not yet ready. Yes. Amen. You are still Mr. Jesus from Nazareth. Yes. Amen. <laughs> hey. Ha. Let's look at the next verse. Being 40 days tempted of the devil, 
And in those days he did eat nothing, and when they were ended, he afterward hungered. I receive. You know when I'm when I'm teaching on fasting, the big one, not not, not the small one, the one you are doing now. Yes. Not this one, but when I'm teaching the other one. Amen. The water only fast. Yes. That's why I explained that principle. Amen. Hunger, it's an emotion. It departs out of you in three days. From day number four, you feel no hunger whatsoever until day number 40. Hunger comes back on day number 40 when you finish your fast. So it's a myth that when you're fasting, you feel hungry. Yes. It's mythology from Greek. Hunger leaves you on day number three. And you begin an existence which is semi-spirit. No hunger. Wow. Did you see that in your Bible? Yes. When he began to fast, hunger left him. Yes. Then he just existed until 40 days. Then what? Hunger came. Amen. It's in the Bible. Yes, amen. But what keeps people from fasting that long is the emotion wanting to eat. It's not because they're hungry. Yes. They're just missing that act of using a fork and a knife. Amen. They are not hungry at all. I'm telling you, when you're fasting, everything smells good. Oh, yes. I was asking my wife, was it last night? Or this morning? Last night. I entered the house like this. My God. It was smelling good. And I said, honey, wait a minute. What were you cooking in the kitchen? She said, it's not even me. It's Merari. I'm like, ah! <laughs> so my son, he knows how to do small, small in the kitchen. Amen. No, it's because I'm fasting. My, my sense of smell is very sharp. Don't think that I'm doing what you're doing. I never do what you do. Amen. Are you hearing me? So my sense of smell is very sharp. But anyway, that's for another day. Amen. Can I show you another scripture? Go deeper, Papa. Are you learning something? Oh, yes. Are you being blessed? We are being very blessed. I receive. Let's go to Mark chapter 1. Now, for those who are theologically minded, they say you can't use one scripture to back up your point, prophet. Give us more scriptures. So at least I've been to Matthew. I've been to Luke. Now I'm taking to Mark. And then I'm going to come back to Luke. So at least I'm uh, theologically backed up. Oh, yes. Amen. Mark chapter 1 from verse number 9 all the way to verse number 13. I receive. Jesus. The anointing is bubbling up anyway. Oh, yes. 
I need to release this thing. Prophesy, Papa. <sighs> One, two, three, go. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. Mm -hmm. And straight away, coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opened and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. Mm -hmm. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Mm -hmm. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. Wait a minute. Jesus became a car. Yes. Uh, what, did, what did your Bible say? Huh? Come and talk to me. <laughs> he was driven into the wilderness. So, if I say Jesus became a car, am I wrong? No. He had no control. Someone took over the controls of his life. Yes. Put gear one. Boom. Or press drive. Nowadays, you press drive. <laughs> yeah. You crash. Boom. One. He drove him. Yes. Into the against his will, he had no choice. Yes, he was driven into the world. Oh, now, yes. when you look at it from Matthew, from Luke, it was as if you know he was just being led. Yes, but when you got to Mark, it says, "Hey, it wasn't just yes, amen." Because the Holy Ghost knew this man is not yet ready for ministry. Yes. So he drove him into the wilderness. Amen. He wasn't ready. So you, you speak in tongues. Oh Lord, I'm ready. Yeah, send me. Hey. 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 Oh yes, amen. <laughs> And there are people out there you know, starting their own ministries. Yes. Just because they've got the Holy Ghost. Amen. Ha! <laughs> You're joking. Amen. I receive. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beasts. And the angels ministered unto him. So consistently, Mark, Matthew, Luke, they've told us the same thing consistently. Jesus was taken into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit yes. to encounter the fight of his life. Yes, amen. Against the devil. How was the battle fought? Was it a wrestling match? No. Was it a battle of weight? No. It was a battle over food. Yes, amen. Amen. Can I finish my message now? You will never be anointed until you conquer food. Yes, amen. So you who love eight course meals, Forget it. <laughs> Eight course. Huh? 
with, with your little glass of wine on the side. <laughs> you are joking. Amen. Eight course. You budget two hours to eat. Listen. The Holy Ghost leads Jesus into the wilderness to face the devil face to face. Anointing is domination over the devil. Wow. Anointing is what? Domination. Domination over the devil. You can't do ministry unless you gain that domination. Yes, amen. You cannot do ministry unless you gain the domination over the devil. Yes. And the only way you gain the domination is through your stomach. Yes. Amen. Conquer food. Wow. Why? It's because the devil gained domination over humanity because of food. Yes. Amen. Ah, is that in your Bible? Oh yes. Yeah, you learn it. In, you learn it from Sunday school. Yes. They tell you the story, but they don't tell the gist of the story. Yes. The real thing was the devil got domination and control over humanity and the whole world because of food. And I said in a discipleship class that actually Adam and Eve were tempted for forty days and for forty nights. Yes. How do we know? <laughs> if they lost it in one day, Jesus could have gained it in one day. Yes. And now let me say it again. If they lost it in one day, then Jesus would have gotten it back in one day. Yes. But they lost it in 40 days and 40 nights. So it took Jesus 40 days and 40 nights to get it back. Oh, yes. Amen. Because the way you read your Bible, it's as, it's as if uh, Eve was just walking around today, and then she sees the tree, and then the devil says, hey, eat. Eve is like, yay, I'm ready to eat it now. Do you think that's how the story went? No. They had the first conversation. She went away to think about it. Yes. I know what the devil said. Go and think about it. To engage her mind. To engage her imagination. To engage the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Amen. We're going to be like God. When we become like God, we're going to be independent. We don't need him anymore. We'll be yes. our own bosses. Boy, if, if Adam, can't you think about it? Amen. We'll be in control like the man upstairs. Oh, yes. <laughs> the power of a woman, it took, Papa. It took <laughs> Amen. I thank God my yes. spiritual father warned me. Yes. About the power of a woman. Oh, yes. Amen. Hey. Even Adam. Yes. Finished. The whole, the whole humanity. The whole human race <laughs> plunged into chaos. Amen. Because of the power. A woman. Yes. Wow. Do I have sons here? 
Oh, yes. So you are saying, I'm your son, I'm your son. What? Beware. Oh, yes. The power. <laughs> no, that's for me and my sons. I'll talk to them. Amen. <laughs> I don't talk about it in the church like this one. No, no. There I go deeper. Yes. Are you hearing me? We are hearing you, Papa. So for 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. Yes. Battled against the devil. The devil said, no, mister, listen. Yes. There are three things. The last of the eyes. Says, look around. All these kingdoms. And the glory thereof. I'll give them to you. Yes. You just need just to worship me a little bit. Yes. Said, I'll give them to you. Jesus looked around and said, wow. No, I'll get it in a different way. Yes, amen. Not through worshiping you. Amen. Then he took him to a high pinnacle of the temple. Says, you, you know, angels are here to capture you if you're falling. You've got angels, man. Use them. Yes. You've got angels, use them. It's even written, God shall give his angels charge over you. So that you should not dash your foot against the rock. Even the devil speaks the scriptures. Yes. He knows the Bible more than most Christians. Oh, yes. But he doesn't know the Bible more than me. Amen. In me, when he shows us, I tell him, no, 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 no. You skipped it. There's, there's behold in that verse. <laughs> yes, amen. No, 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 mister. There's a comma. You skipped a comma there. Yes. Wow. So you, you read the words, you don't read the comma, you don't read the semicolon, you don't read the colon, you don't read the and, you don't read the beholds, you just keep reading. No. Jesus says, heaven and death shall pass away. But it is impossible even for the yacht to pass away. It is there for a reason. Yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. <sighs> Jesus says, no, no, no. I should not tempt God. Yes, I've got angels. But why should I tempt God? Why should I put it to proof that I've got angels? I'll use them when the need is there. There's no need now for me to jump. Oh, okay. Says, hey, you're hungry, mister. Turn the stones into it. To bread. So in the progression of fasting, the first thing you deal with is the hunger. You're hungry, Jesus. Ten stones into bread. Just say, nah. Man doth not live by bread alone. Yes. But by every way that proceedeth, proceedeth from the mouth of God doth man live. But literally, lo and behold, four days later, the hunger was gone. So people break fast. They break their fast. <laughs> Simply because they're hungry one day. Yes. They're hungry two days. They're hungry three days. And yet on the fourth day, the hunger will leave. Yes. They break the fast. Amen. Too soon. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. When hunger's left, the devil never tempts with the hunger anymore. You can eat a seat with people eating on the table. You look at what they're eating. It looks like sandy, uh, gravel. 
Wow. You see them so busy. <laughs> you look at what they're eating. What, what, what are they doing, really? Amen. It doesn't make any sense. Because we have conquered it at that stage. Yes, amen. And then the next stage you fight with is the last of the eyes. After you conquer that, you go to the pride of life. Yes. That's the last one you deal with. When you conquer that, you have mastered the devil. The power of the devil is in three dimensions. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Yes. Once you conquer these three things, you have mastered the devil. And all the three are connected to your stomach. All the three are empowered by your stomach. Wow. All the three are fed by your stomach. Can I finish now? Oh, dear, Papa. I should keep going. Oh, yes. <laughs> are you being blessed? We are very blessed, Papa. That's why I told you that after this fasting, eat with what? Revelation. Revelation. One more time, eat with what? Revelation. All right, let's go back to Luke 4. Now we're going to be reading from verse 1 to verse number 15. After that, we're going to begin to pray. Amen. You must be anointed. Oh, yes. You must receive power. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Mm -hmm. Say neighbor. Neighbor. This is the last time. This is the last time. You see me. You'll see me. At this dimension. In this dimension. After the service. After the service. I'll have graduated. I'll have graduated. Into the dimension. Into the dimension. Of the anointed ones. Of the anointed ones. I receive. Say neighbor. Neighbor. After this service. After this service. I'll become. I will become. A Christ Ian. A Christ Ian. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know you are called a Christian from the day you set your foot in the church. Oh, you're not a Christian. Ah, suspect. Amen. Christ. Christ is the anointed one. Yes. So the Christians, which we call Christians, the Christians, which we call who? Are meant to be the anointed ones. Yes, amen. Amen. Not the Chechians. Yes. Amen. Chechians. Yes. Chechians are churchgoers. They are called Chechians. But Christians must be the Christos. Oh, yes. The anointed ones. Oh, yes. The man from Nazareth was called Mr. Jesus of Nazareth. Yes. When he became anointed, that's when his name changed mm. to become Jesus, the anointed one. Now, in Greek, the anointed one is Christos. 
which has been Englishized <laughs> to sound Christ. Amen. It's a Christos. Oh, yes. That it sounds very Englishic because it has been Englishized into Christ. Ha! Amen. I told you, I'm a professor of English. Oh, yes. Now, we are, we are in look for. We are in look for. Yes. Let's start reading from verse number one. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Being forty days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I will, I give it. And if thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus answering said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had ended all tempt temptation, he departed from him for a season. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. Give me verse 1. Give me verse 1. Give me verse number 1. 1, 2, 3, go. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan. And was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. So Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from where? Jordan. From Jordan. So this is our Mr. Jesus. Yes. He is what? Full. Full of what? Holy Ghost. He returned from where? Jordan. And he went where? To the holiness. Give me 14, verse 14 immediately. 
and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. They are not saying Jesus retained full of the Holy Ghost, but he retained in the power of the Spirit. Oh, yes. When he was going to the wilderness, Jesus carried the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because being full, it means the Holy Ghost is inside. Yes. So Jesus carried the Holy Spirit and went into the wilderness. Oh, yes. When he was coming from the wilderness, Jesus did not carry the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Holy Ghost carried Jesus. Oh, yes. Amen. Retained in the power. So he was carried by the Holy Ghost. Yes, amen. Wow, wow, wow. It's this bottle being full of water, and now the water carrying the what? The bottle. The bottle. Amen. Wow. You understand what I've said? Oh, yes. It's one thing for the bottle to be filled with water, and then the bottle carries the water. Yes. But it's another thing for the water to carry the bottle, which is full of water, and get it floating. Yes, amen. Carry it. Wherever the water is going, it carries the bottle with it. Yes, amen. So when Jesus returned from the wilderness, he retained in the power. So it was actually the power walking him. Yes. But when he was going in the wilderness, it was actually him walking, carrying the Holy Ghost inside yes. of him. Amen. So you do not minister from what is within you. Yes. <laughs> you minister from what is without you. Oh, yes. Amen. <sighs> Yes. Hey, verse 15, what does it say? What happened? And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. In other words, when he retained in the power of the Spirit, he began his ministry. Yes, amen. So, anointing has two components. The Holy Ghost and then power. Power. How you do transition from just the Holy Ghost to the power? What is in between here? Someone say fasting. Fasting. One more time, say fasting. Fasting. One more time, say fasting. Fasting. What is the purpose of fasting? For you to conquer three things. Yes. What are the three things? What the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. When you have conquered these three things, you are now given dominion over the devil. Yes. Once you acquire the dominion over the devil, you are ready. Oh, yes. For ministry. Amen. From that day, when Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit, his name changed. It was no longer Mr. Jesus. Yes. It was Jesus Christus, the anointed one. Amen. In his day, there were so many Jesuses. Yes, amen. Like in Colombia, in Spain. Yes. There are so many Jesuses even today. Amen. 
We've, if we even have one somewhere in the congregation. There's a Jesus in the congregation. I know you're thinking, who is he? <laughs> There's Jesus here in this congregation. His real name. Yes. We call him Yehoshua. Yes. Yeshua. Yes, amen. Hebrew, Greek, Jesus. English, Jesus. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, yes. We have him in this congregation. You see him very soon, he'll be beating the drums. Amen. His name is Jesus, but he's not yet the Christos. He's not yet the anointed one. If I've got a boy in my house who loves fasting, it's him. Wow. He does not struggle with fasting whatsoever. If you, do, if you say 21 days, he'll do 21 days. You have to convince him to stop. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Because he knows the key to the anointing. It is fasting. Yes. The contest of a food. So don't think about fasting as no, just refraining from watching your television. You're yes. joking. Amen. I'm telling you, you're joking. Don't think about fasting as refraining from chocolate. Yes. I'll not have hot chocolate. I'm fasting. Nonsense. What's that? It's a contest of a food. Yes, amen. Domination. You must conquer three things. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. When those three things have been conquered, you shall speak like Jesus and say, I will not talk with you any longer. For the prince of this world cometh and he hath nothing in me. Mm, you're not hearing me. We are following Papa. Are you ready now? We are ready. I receive. John chapter 14 verse 13. John 14 One, two, three, go. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. One more time. Hereafter I will not talk much with you. Hey. For the, yeah. Continue. For the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. How many, how many of you can make that sentence? Yes. That the devil will not find anything that belongs to him in you. Yes, amen. How many of you can make that sentence? Some of you, there's anger. Yes. When the devil comes to his spirit, he says, hey, that's mine. <laughs> Some of you lying. Talk, 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 talk. You include white, yellow, red lies into the talk. So when the devil is checking out, he says, hey, you've got mine. Yes, amen. So when you're telling a demon, come out. It's like, are you? You possess what belongs to us. Yes, amen. Why should we obey you? 
But Jesus says, the prince of this world coming. And he had nothing in me. When you arrive in that dimension where when the prince of the world begins to inspect you, sees nothing that belongs to his kingdom in you. Yes. You have gained the domination. Amen. When you say go, he goes. Wow. When you say jump, he jumps. When you say sit, he sits. Yes. Because now you have gained the domination over him. Oh, yes. In this season of prayer and fasting, I want it to matter in your life. You should be elevated from a dimension of just being filled with the Holy Ghost. You are speaking in tongues. It's okay. But you not walk in the power. Because power comes after a season of fighting over food oh, yes. against the enemy. Amen. I don't know what you're hearing. Oh, yes. When you fight the devil over food for a season, for a period, and you win in that battle, then the power of domination is released in your life. Yes, amen. Are you hearing me? Now, you, you are carried by the power. So when I'm standing here, when I'm standing here, when, I'm, when I say, give me someone in Zoom, I begin to prophesy to somebody in Zoom. Are you kidding what I'm saying? Oh, yes. How do you think that happens? I'm not there. I'm miles, miles away from the person. But I'm able to see what is happening in their life. I'm able to speak. When I release the word, when I release the power, you see the person falling over in, in PNG, falling over in Brisbane, oh, falling yes. over in Adelaide. And yet I am here Amen. physically. Why? Because I've gained the ascendancy, the dimension of divinity that I can operate in here and here at the same time. Oh, yes. It doesn't matter where I am. I'm not limited by physical space. I'm not limited by the physicality of where I am. I can transcend the physicality of the places and be able to touch to someone who is on the other end of the world. Oh yes, amen. Someone say power. Power. So Jesus tells them, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost. Yes. And the law and behold, when Jesus left. They went in the upper room to wait. Are you hearing me? They had a prayer, fasting, prayer, fasting, prayer, fasting, until on the day of Pentecost. Yes, amen. Boom! That day was like a boom. Yes. It was like a boom. Uh, someone said, Kaboom. Kaboom. They got loaded with the Holy Ghost. They got loaded with the power because they had prayer and what? Fasting. From then on, the timid Peter became the bold Peter. Yeah. Someone say, yeah. Yeah. Someone say, that's my story. That's my story. Say, after this season, after this season, of prayer and fasting, of prayer and fasting, I will be anointed. I will be anointed. Rise on your feet. Are you ready for prayer? We are ready. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. As I pray and fast. As I pray and fast. I decree and I declare. I decree and I declare. That the lust of the flesh. That the lust of the flesh. Has no power. Has no power. Over me. Over me. From this day forward. From this day forward. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international.
It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings. And it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.